Hey everyone, it's me, and I'm back with this week's episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast from our new studio slash my office. <laughs> it's Hi, really Art. nice. Hi. It is really nice. Comfortable. Yes, makes the acoustics now have changed. So I'm not speaking into a wall. Yeah, instead I, I get to look at to you and Golden Beauty. Tone it down. Yeah. Well, it's. I'm surprised you can see me past her. She is Golden Beauty. Radiant. Her radiant skin. <laughs> She's naked right now, but I, yep. I don't know. Okay. Just our usual opening details. If you want to reach out to us via email, it's admin at my best vintage life podcast.com. That's admin at my best, best vintage life podcast.com. We are on social media, both Instagram and Pinterest. If you follow me on social media, like on Instagram, especially, and you're in it for the long haul, just let me know. Send me a message. Say hi. I get a lot of follows, and then people are just, like, looking for a follow back, and then they unfollow you, that bullshit. So if you're in it for the long haul, please say hi, and I'll be sure to follow you back. I'm not one of those people that's like, I am I won't follow people back. I totally will. I just sometimes I don't know who's legitimately interested in, you know, being a participation of the larger conversation about vintage. <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> And, I um, feel so sorry for your generation. I really do. You do? I do. You have so much to worry about in life in general. Oh, don't believe me. I'd give anything to not have a cell phone and go back to like being 10 years old. Uh, I'm just I, saying. I think about like, it and I want to cry. If you follow me, I'll follow you. Don't but unfollow me. But these aren't me. me. Like, these I aren't know. my things. I think that's so stupid. No, it's society. I didn't say you. I like I an organic approach to social media, so. Yeah. Getting together around a table, having a few drinks and laughing. That's social media. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the old social media. Bring it back. Um, Bring it back. Follow us. Follow along on the website. You can sign up for our Vintage for Business newsletter there. It's www.mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. We are also going to be featuring items for sale that aren't bound by the restrictions of wholesale ordering. We're going to call it wholetail. So it's going to be an average of the wholesale price and the retail price, and that's what you'll pay. You don't need a resale I license to buy. It's just going to be one-of-a-kind vintage. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good approach for us and for you, especially if you don't have a resale license or you're an enthusiast. It's especially a good opportunity for you because you will most likely be paying less than what you would pay from someone else. We're going to try to keep it reasonable based on the item. Obviously, it's all very subjective. Are these lots or are these individual items? Individual items, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Curated by? B. Ah. B. B's curation. B. Morowski. Yeah, B's pub. Yeah. It's it's a subsidiary of B's pub oh, conglomerate. Like <laughs> My restaurant empire. Just kidding. Um, and don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Obviously, if you can't support us by being a patron, there are free ways to support us. It just takes a little bit of your time. A rating is giving us one through five stars. We hope for as many as you're willing to give. And also a review would be lovely. That's even better. Just a few kind words, a nice positive critique, or if you have something negative to say, we ask that you do it in a constructive way. I think my obsession at the moment is this new space. What do you I think? Agree. I agree. It's beautiful. Unless you have a different obsession. I really don't get obsessed. And it's, just supposed, it's supposed to be funny. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's always bread. 
Yeah, art's <laughs> obsession at the moment. Bread. Since the time I came out of the womb, I've been yeah. going after Art bread. came out of the womb with a, with a loaf. French loaf in his oh, arms. Oh, God, I wish. Oh, steaming hot loaf. There's this really beautiful children's toy website. It's a loaf of bread? That sells both, um, it's like felted loaves of bread or wooden ones. I personally think the wooden ones look like a hazard. A scam. Like I could see some kid picking up, but just like chucking it at uh, someone's head. But the, the felt biting ones into are beautiful. it. Well, it's for creative play, which yeah. most children don't get these days. My favorite thing to do is at like four fifty-five, if I can get out of here quick enough, go to Save Mart, the grocery store, because it's it's free if it's not hot at five p.m. Yeah, but why I, not support a local baker? Look, you. No, I don't bake. I hate baking. Well, who the hell makes bread? Um, by th- oh, you got to get it by eleven o'clock. Yeah, I guess a lot of those people yeah. close for lunch. Sorry, like- we made ten loaves. That's <laughs> it. We're done. I'm like what? <laughs> How many times did that happen when I was trying to support a local baker? No, it's, it's true. Like, there are some restrictions there, so you do your best. They restrict themselves. Okay. Yeah. Well. well anyway, you get the bread. You go in the cheese aisle. Get yourself a slab of cheese. What kind of cheese? Oh, just whatever you can bite into in the store. <laughs> but as long as you save the weight sticker. <laughs> I love doing You don't doing think that. that's a little what? A little crass? Crass? What do you mean? Walking through the <laughs> walking You've never it. done that? I used to get the free slice when I was a free child. Free slice? Who gave free slices? Uh, Scott's Low Cost in Shemokin, Pennsylvania. Shemokin. <laughs> now I think no. you're Shemokin something. <laughs> <laughs> they would say, honey, would you like a slice? And I'd say, yes, please. And sometimes I'd ask oh, for two. Yeah, try that here. Honey, don't touch that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because people in California aren't. Uh, I shouldn't. No, I'm not going to say Nope. That. See, here you go again. I'm not going to paint with a broad brush because I hate when other people do that, but... Yeah. People here aren't as warm. You don't want fuzzy. all of us to think of all of you guys as oh, cold coffee. Cold coffee. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say one thing. I have had a lot of people reaching out to me on Instagram asking me questions. And the answers are things that I have given many a time on the podcast. And I did post in my stories about it. I didn't mean for it to be bitchy, but listen. Art and I. <laughs> Art and I work really hard to give you as much information as we can um some of the questions i've been getting from like listeners that have been listening for over a year that i'm just shocked that they don't know because it's stuff we've talked about i I said maybe they're just not listening to the podcast which is kind of i don't think they're listening and taking notes they're not actively listening it's like passive listening it's enjoying it. It's supposed to be fun. I know, but like but just some of it's a little shocking to me. I, I'm not maybe, hurt by maybe it. Maybe it's us. Maybe we don't explain things well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe choose not. Your, choose your words wisely. <laughs> <laughs> maybe anyway, I'm not. I did uh, not mean for it to be an angry thing. I just, it's frustrating because you know, you, you many of you know, Art and I are very busy people. That's besides the point. We only have so much time to answer the same questions over and over and over again. So what I've been telling people is, especially if it's a wholesale one, listen to that episode we just did recently about the FAQ because that is so thorough. Um, so you yeah. have an FAQ section, right? Okay. Well, we let had, me, we let just me tell did you. an FAQ episode. You I were know. a part of that episode. Yes, I was there. But now in this new space, I feel it's like a new everything. Oh, new you. New me, okay. new voice. Okay. Hello. Uh, you know you could do the Harry approach. And it's, it's my cousin, Harry, uh-huh. back the in 19, guy? yeah, 
uh-huh. the spinners. Uh, he had a, he played in a Thanksgiving football game and he got a really bad concussion. So I was entrusted to take care of him. And he kept repeating seven or eight questions the whole time for about a good six, seven hours. After the first hour, I started writing down the answers. And, and whenever he'd ask me, I'd say, number two. He'd ask me a question, I'd say, number four. And he'd read it because I got tired of repeating it. So maybe you can do the same. How old was he? I mean, how old? He was, I don't know, 27, 28, maybe 30. A concussion, you get... Get oh, oh, I missed that. I was going to say, did he have a learning disability? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, man. Talk about not listening. See? I drifted. You drifted. See? That's ex- Well, it happens with our I guess. friends listening out I there. Guess. You can drift, and it's okay. But, you know, just know that you might not get an answer immediately. The point is, if we have a section and we're getting repeated, we can say, refer to episode three. No, well, that's why I've been referring them to the FAQ. Yeah. And I say, please listen to that. After listening to it, if a question remains unanswered, then reach out to me and about, I will get back to you in this amount of time. How about posting the questions and then the answers with it? I say, think go I'm going to do an FAQ two. highlight. Yeah. But I think I actually also have a video highlight so, of us answering those. So maybe I need to put them into a question form. Another thing that I, I'm a little disappointed about is that Instagram rolled out captions for stories because not everybody listens with their volume on. So when I'm doing like the selfie talk mode, yeah, not everybody, some people just browse through that because they're at work or they're baby sleeping or whatever. They don't want the volume up. So now Instagram's doing captions for that. But for some reason, I guess it hasn't rolled out yet to my phone. Other people have it. Um so that'll be another good thing to have because if I've ever saying something and someone, then someone won't be able to say, well, you, you know, I didn't have my volume on, you know, you can read, you can read it. Yeah. Hopefully unless they're blind. It's so funny how you, you know, your teaching background has infiltrated everything you do. Oh, more than, yeah. I've, more I've than seen, I realize. Yeah. I've noticed that quite a bit lately. Well, teaching is a lot of rules and boundaries. Yeah. And boundaries I've gotten better at through therapy. Um, and at first it started in my personal life, but now I think I've extended them to the yeah. the, the warehouse. And I think you've yeah, just, gotten better. Just try to keep them into your office. No. Just don't let it extend too far out to mine. There's boundaries there too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Anyway, um, where are we? Silly questions. Okay, I got our obsession. Yeah, so um, no new patrons this week. Womp, womp, womp. But we appreciate all our current patrons, and there are infinite spots available at the 2 and $5 level. So if you want to become one, you can do so through patron.podbean.com slash podcast. There's a link in my bio to do that on Instagram, and if you don't catch the link, just Google it. Google Podbean, My Best Vintage Life, and you should be able to figure it out from there. Um, next week's mini-sode. Um, so basically, if you become a member at the $5 level, you get a personal and or business shout-out, a burning question for art, and you get two free bonus mini-sodes a month. And um, this last past week, I talked about my estate sale finds. That was a fun little one. 
And then um, next week, I'm going to talk about the one vintage item you need to invest in right now. And that will remain a mystery, I guess, until next week. So. Sounds good. Yeah. If you want to become a, a patron, we really appreciate it. If not. I love that microphone you got with the funds. Yes. Yes. I wanted to say really thank cool. you. I did say thank you on Instagram. But in case you don't have Instagram, thank you. If you're a patron who, um, you know, provided a monetary support, I used um $150 it was to get a cell phone microphone that plugs right into the jack of the iPhone. And I think it worked pretty well for last week's bonus mini-sode I had to record it at my house. So thank you so much for your support. And then um, I told Art if we get two more new patrons, I'm going to buy um, new microphone stands. Because the ones we have came free with my soundboard. And they're okay, but they're not the best. I'd rather something a little lower these are just, I don't know, they're wonky. So, okay, ready to start the episode, my friend? Yes, I am. So this week we are going to talk about denim and getting outside of your denim comfort zone. Denim, like specific brand well, or style? A lot of people like Levi's. You know that. Most of our clients buy exclusively Levi's, so I wanted to talk about that. And I came up with some reasons why I think it's important to get out of your denim comfort zone. The first one is it's easier to source something that not everyone wants. True. And you are as as a buyer, as an enthusiast, and as a reseller, if you're into things that other people don't want, then you are at an advantage. Um, that is for sure. Also, everybody, everybody is different. Not all bodies work with Levi's. I have a really hard time with them. My 50s are about all that work for me. Um, as a reseller, it's a great way to stand out. Somebody might come to your booth, your shop, your pop-up and say, hey, wow, I've never seen this brand before. I've only ever seen Levi's. And that makes you memorable, in my opinion. Oh, I think you're 100% right. You can offer lower price points. If you have, you know, some non-brand denim that's still good denim, you might be able to, you know, price it out at a lower range, and that opens up to more customers. And um, the fifth reason, I said, it just might change your business or your personal wardrobe if you're an enthusiast. You know, it might, people might remember you as, oh, that guy or that girl or whoever had the jeans that I love. They're my favorite jeans. I'm going to go back and see if I can find another pair. Or, you know... The person who has a pair to grab in their closet makes them feel better about themselves and they want to buy more of that brand so they can continue feeling better about themselves and their body or the way their butt looks in the jeans, whatever it may be. So I think I think there's a lot of positive um, positive possibilities when you yeah, expand your denim horizons. When you expand it, you have to do it actively. And what I mean by that is when someone walks into your shop, booth, you know, you kind of have to take a look at their figure. And just analyze them and, and know your cuts and know your styles. Like like you said, Levi's don't look great on everybody. Know that, okay, if she's oh, got yeah. this body type or he's got this body type. You have to do type, your research. Yeah, and it's a lot of times it's by by being active with your the people. You see them when they walk out of the dressing room after fitting, and you see like, hmm, this body shape doesn't look good in this. And so you just, you know. You put to memory, and then you know when someone with that body shot comes in, hey, you know what? I think the Wranglers or the Lees would be better for you. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I was excited. Guess. Do you have brands that you? Well, I do? so this is an audience participation episode. Oh. Last night I posted on um, Instagram in our feed. What are your favorite vintage denim brands other than Levi's? And I got a lot of. Res- I got twenty nine responses. That's great. Was there um, a consensus number two? I mean, it's it's all over the board. Uh, there were a few brands that I didn't even recognize, um, which is shocking. Uh, I'll just, I'll start from the bottom and work my way up. A big one was Arizona denim. Oh yeah. Which I wore. And it was funny. I said this to, um, one of our patrons, you know, I growing up thought that was for poor people. I just thought anything I wore was for poor people. But now when we see Arizona come through the floor here, it's pretty decent quality. It's great quality. I mean, Cotton even, is great. Like, even 90s poor people clothes were better than the clothes that are made today. So true. I, it's harsh, but it's true. Everything I wore was, you know. So like, let's not call it poor people clothes. Okay. But you have to realize that's what I call Lower income up. individuals. Well, yes. That would yeah. be a more politically correct way well, of saying Well, it's not so it. hurtful. Yeah. Because I was in that same boat. I know. Okay. But you have to realize that where I grow up, you're poor. Nobody sugarcoats or makes things light and fluffy. Because everybody's the same. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guess. Guess and Calvin. Those mm-hmm. were two big ones. I really, um, I guess if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably say Calvin works really good for me. I feel like if you're, um, if you have curves, I think that they're, they're good. What do you think? Absolutely. Well, it depends. Guess. I like guess on women. But I think Calvin fits men better. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that doesn't say much for me. You're built like a boy. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm built like a, I don't know what. I have a very strange body. Tow truck? <laughs> Brick shit house. La bomba. Oh, oh, man. What did our UPS driver say? powder keg that's a powder keg right there (laughs) (laughs) he was a fan of my figure he showed up one morning and art wasn't here so i opened up the door to the warehouse for him and i was in my riding attire oh that very tight pants you gave him material for like a year (laughs) oh man (laughs) (laughs) Mm. every time he would just make that Mm. good guy Good guy. Okay, so you like guests better on women, Calvin better on men. But, you know, keeping in mind that there's different eras, and they also both make incredible uh, jean jackets Oh, as yeah, well. the denim jackets are solid. Yeah, and Arizona, too. We get some good Arizona denim yep. jackets. So um, here's one. This is a nice answer. To be honest, I've never been a fan of Levi's either. Not that their quality isn't amazing, but I find they tend to have a more, quote, men's fit, so they rarely ever fit my hips, which is pretty much the same for me, too. Uh, her favorite vintage jeans are Eddie Bauer, Lee, GWG, Bonjour, GWG, Jordache, and Bluebells by Wrangler. GWG is a Canadian company. Yeah, I was going to say that is that was one of the weird ones. That's it, Not weird. Great denim. All right, I don't mean weird. Um, Obscure. Where is she? I think she's in Montreal. Yeah, she's in Ontario. Or maybe she's in Montreal. I can't tell. She's Canadian, so I oh, think. That makes sense. Don't kill me, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Bauer, I don't have much experience with. Heavy denim. Heavy, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, from my point of view. It was expensive, too. Yeah, I know. I remember my cousin had, like, the Eddie Bauer Jeep Cherokee, and that was, like, ooh. I remember that being a big deal. Well, I had a, I had an Eddie Bauer 
Ford Explorer in 94. Yeah, that was around the time. Maybe that's what it was. I can't remember, but I just remember seeing the store at the mall and being like, that store is not for us. (laughs) Thou shall not enter. (laughs) Um, Lee, I love Lee. I have some Lee shorts. See, you guys have to realize I don't wear jeans as much as I wear shorts. So, Lily. Um, Bonjour. I no, you did not. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. Yeah, I'll I take was a the Spanish bo- major, so you, I know you get what you get with the French from me. Yeah. As much as I love French culture, it's not my strong suit in terms no, that, of literary. That was a cool brand. Seventies, eighties. Not literary. Um, linguistical skills. Jordache. I love. Who was it? Tiffany that sent me. It had to have been Tiffany. Or was it Nicole? Someone. I think it was Tiffany. Sent me um, this. She's a TikTok lady, and she's hilarious. She was listening to a girl say Jordachi. Jordachi. I showed you that. Yeah. And it cut to her, and she was like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's it's called Jordache. <laughs> nobody I said. these nobody jeans, said. and they're Jordache. <laughs> um, and bluebells are great. Wrangler bluebell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Maverick. Wrangler, yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Yes, Maverick. Um, nobody said landlubber. Hang on. Oh, all right, because that's oh, my bad. Uh, I don't know when it's if it's Marty or Lupe from BBOs when they're commenting. I never know. So it's he he or she said from my era, I guess, and Bugle Boy. I love mm. Bugle Boy stuff. True. My brother wore a lot of Bugle Boy, good quality. Yeah, I had a pair of parachute Bugle Boy cargos. <laughs> huge. I was going to say, you light fires with those. No, no, they were cotton. They were just, it, oh. they probably weighed five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also added, for the best fit for today's young ladies, Bongo. Love me some Bongo and Jordache. My favorite that I feel doesn't get enough credit are Rustlers. Rustlers. Uh, yeah. Rustlers are a reoccurring one, too. That's made by Wrangler. Correct. That's yeah. But I love Bongo. I had a really great pair of Bongo that I found here that I loved like it made my ass look so good and then I lost a little weight and you know when that happens then they get it gets like droopy bongo be gone fuck that was heartbreaking those were good and they were like you know what I like them because they were the perfect length for me almost all my jeans end up being raw cut because I have to cut them those were a finished cut and they hit right just like right above my ankle bone let's sigh these were shorts or pants? Pants. Oh, Christ. I was like, man, it's some long shorts. <laughs> See, you drifted too. No, because you're like, usually you're talking about shorts. I just love some shorts. I just love me some shorts. Okay. Uh. Um, here's another one. Been into the dorky dad jeans of times past. Rustler, Sears, JCPenney brands. Fit varies, but I like the vibe. Is the vibe. Worn in, they look cool. But I've had some dead stock ones, and I'm like, Christ, that's sandpaper. Yeah. And when my mom worked at JCPenney here in Fresno and we'd get those and I was like, I, I didn't wear jeans. First time I ever put on a pair of jeans, I was a junior in high school. I didn't, I, hated I was, jeans. I was cords because I couldn't, my, my thighs are so big. I couldn't get into jeans until they came out. That's why I asked if you were throwing out sparks with those. <laughs> you go boy um, Our friend Terrence. Said vintage made in the USA Wranglers are hard to beat. Oh, yeah. The 13 MWZ. Which I believe. Is that what I told you he's been sourcing? 
He's stockpiling something. Oh, that's cool. I can't remember what it was. Was it the Wranglers? I can't remember. It's interesting because uh, I got an email and a line message from one of my uh, Japanese clients, and he's asking me for Wranglers. Ooh, that yeah. is a curveball from Japanese. Yeah, and he's oh, ahead shocked. of the game. He's usually oh. ahead of the game, so I love it. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, just a short but sweet answer here. Dickies, Lee, R&R. So I like Dickies. I have Dickies cut into shorts. Yep. R&R I wasn't super familiar with. I did look them up. They're still making denim. It's very modern, but I did see some like vintage pairs. Are you familiar with them? R&R. R and then an N? Or Lowercase N, uppercase R. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I, I had to look them up. Do you know what that stands for or anything? No. I says, ugh, my brain, when I saw the two R's, went to double RL. Yeah, that's it's crazy how, like, you autocorrect. Yeah. And I was like, wait, no, R and R. So. Um, yeah, double RL did make some beautiful jeans. Oh, absolutely. Nobody said that, though. Nobody said double RL. Uh, another short answer, Wrangler Lee Rustler, 90s Calvin. Wranglers. No HIS? Arizona jeans, which is, that was the conversation I talked about earlier. Oh, this is Tiffany said diesel. Diesel. That was. Early diesel. 90s diesel was solid. Yeah, she said her stepmom gave her old jeans um, from when she was Tiffany's age. And believe it or not, they're one of my favorite pairs. Hugs me in all the right places. So, hey, if it works, it works. That's my thing with denim. I do not care about brands. If it makes my, my butt look good. And it's is that the fit. number one thing for a girl? The butt fit or the hip fit? Um, butt for me, but it's because I have a tricky body. You know, everybody's different. Every body is different. I, like I, I said, I got that. But what's the most important thing? Or is that also vary as well? I don't know. Maybe that's a good follow up question. Okay, I can do a little story with that. Sure. What's the most important thing to you? Is it the way it makes your thighs look or your butt look? Or your hips. I don't I like I don't like looking like I have a flat ass. But that's my personal choice. Oh, I like the only way that's gonna happen <laughs> is if someone throws me in a compactor. <laughs> I can't see. Man made or synthetic material <laughs> compacting it. It's unfortunately art gets <laughs> I I I have broken things. I've knocked things over. Oh. I bumped into them. I you almost know, blew I out just, his knee. I, I just wish you would watch the movie Robots uh, and your Aunt Fanny. <laughs> if anybody's seen it, you know what I'm talking about. She literally knocks shopping carts around <laughs> by turning. Who, me? <laughs> yeah. Have I done that? Yeah, twice. Oh, uh, that's why I say Aunt Fanny's back. I'm bootyful. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Oh, uh, someone said Jinko, but just for sheer absurdity. And I replied that I think I'd hurt myself if I wore them. Like, I could, could you see me tripping over oh, like one man. of the big stove? <laughs> Especially the way you walk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting picked on today. No. No. Um, I'm going to take you to the moon, man. Oh, let's see. Miss Megan says DC all day. 60s, early 70s Wrangler, early 80s guests. I think everyone slash everybody, everybody is different and needs a different fit. DC, so that was a different one. Yeah, DC's great, and it's making a huge comeback. I see the I DC. See DC. <laughs> I see DC elements all band. around us. I see DC. I see DC. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want to see this music band? <laughs> I see DC. <laughs> so you see a comeback there? 
not so much a comeback. I think it's been taken. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if you think about what, you know, all the Stan Ray stuff and the colors, well, that's DC what I was say, made the like most beautiful painter pens. You know, yeah, the purples, I feel like they don't the get as much love as Stan Ray. I, I mean, are they still producing things? Are they still making the colorful painter pants? Which one? DC. I don't think so. Exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying is they did it and other people have, you know, the fits are a little bit more wide now than DC's. DC's was a little bit more, you know, narrow and 70s bodies were different. Um, Calvin Klein, Lee, manager. That's a uh, typo. You think? Yeah. Manager. Manager? Like I'm the manager of the store. Manager. Manager. Mm. The hell do you think I was saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, at first it sounded like Matador. I'm like, eh. Oh, maybe it's a Spanish brand. Yeah. Um, and then Chic. It's not Chick. I Remember I told you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Well, that's why we have to educate the youngins. I actually cut a pair of their jeans, the chic jeans, into uh, shorts. How about steel? And it was not a good look. <laughs> they yeah. were so tight on my thighs. I was like, oh, fuck. You mean the tourniquet? <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a very... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't say. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. It was not... Steel. Steel what? Steel jeans. And Stella... From the 90s? Have you seen those? <sighs> There's so many offbeat brands. I'm shocked nobody said, um, like, Paris Blues or LEI. The, some of them did have a little bit of stretch, but they were still pretty good. All right, I'm going to keep going, though. Guess and Calvin, another person for Guess and Calvin. And then this is the last one, uh, Landlubber. Yeah. Yeah, which I Seek love. Seek Gear, Landlubber. Um, Teddy Smith. Teddy Smith. Interesting. And then... Is um, that the person who asked? Or is that the pair of jeans? You speak French, so can you pronounce that one correctly? Was it Chemin de Fer? No. I can't, I can't see your tiny little phone. It's... Where? Which one? I don't want to embarrass myself. You've picked on me enough. to. You can't zoom in on comments. It's after Landlubber. Where's Landlubber? I wish there were Spanish denim brands. I could kill that all day long. Ne, ne, is that? Nepa. Nepa. Yeah. Nepa. Okay. So I was, I should have tried. You should have tried. You're good. Nepa. Um, yeah, Landlubber. I had a great Landlubber denim dress. It was like a midi length dress, long sleeve with a snap front. And, um, regret selling that one because it would fit me now. Back then it would not have, but you know. When you were working at Urban, didn't I send you one? Like a. Like a jumpsuit overall. Oh, you did, yeah. But that's when I was skinny. <laughs> that's when I was like too thin. Yeah. And I'm not saying anyone's too thin to this, to that. Like I have personal boundaries for myself when it comes to weight. And I was probably 115 pounds and it was just not good. Like Bones Jones. It looks uh, that was a slamming look though, like that that overall. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't ever want to be there again. I like where I'm at right now with my body, very content. Good. As long as you're happy. As long as you're happy. That's right. Happy and healthy. Um, so those are all the answers I have. Yeah, I I like Paris Blues, uh, Zana D, 
Mud and LEI. Those are a little bit of the you know later nineties. When it comes to like getting your customers to buy into it is being knowledgeable of the brands yeah. and the era. Don't try well, to I pass mean, that's, that's like anything. a super. Sh- like yeah. the best way to sell something is, you know, really wow <coughs> people and impress people. Now, not everyone needs that to be sold, but you're going to have some. Well, educate. Some Take, people do it that in an educating push way. them over the edge. Yeah. You want to wow them. You want to wow them. Like uh, we recently had somebody come up here who has a couple of stores down south. And I love the fact that she maybe got one pair of Levi's and then all the other denim was probably 15 to 20 brands. And, you know, so I'm as curious me is like, so. You want to give her a shout out? You can. She's been very supportive. I know. Good. Brandy? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I need to get a cough button. For yeah. That. So go ahead. Yeah, Brandy um, has La Loop Vintage uh, down in San Diego. She has, well, she says three, but two. She also said two and a half, two and a half stores yeah. in San Diego. So if you're down there, check her out. But I, what I really like about Brandy is she has um, a fun aesthetic, you know, and Absolutely. she's um, very open to trying different things. Yeah, you know, and she and knows her customer. She well. knows her customer really well, yeah. and she, and she likes to try some things and she knows what she's buying and then she knows the body types that are coming through and so she knows well i know this cut works i know that cut works and oh yeah because i asked her about sizing you know she said oh now we're gonna we're gonna start selling like more in like the plus range but she also has customers oh because she was buying tiny shorts and i saw it at san diego i said so many people there people there genuinely like do care about their fitness i'd say and but you also get a tourist crowd too. Right. So there's a whole like range. And right. she knew that, you know, and I thought that that was good. Well, so. from the stuff we had shipped her a couple months ago, she said the only thing that was left were the tiny, tiny sizes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, we, we did some shipping to her during the pandemic. We hadn't seen her since like right before when everything was. Yeah. I think we saw her and she shut down her store a few days later, she said. So it's nice seeing some people we haven't seen in a while, but. um. Yeah, especially good, positive people. Yeah, she's a really good example, I'd say, of yeah. what we're kind of suggesting people try. And then if you're an enthusiast, you know, it might not hurt to ask your favorite reseller, like, hey, do you sell these brands? Do you have other brands I could check out? Because that might inspire them to step outside of their comfort zone as well. Yeah, and you want to, like, you know, the, the, the thing that you need to be successful, I think, is being able to differentiate yourself. Let your customers differentiate. Is it your service or your products or is it your price? And when the perfect combo is a little of each. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and don't chase the same item as everybody else. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that she's not trying to sell the 90s T-shirts. And nah, she's cool selling her, you know, surf vibe and sticking with it. She and, does, like, funky little blouses yeah. and... Yeah. You know, Megan's pretty similar in that sense, Absolutely. too. Yeah. Very much so in Palm Springs, yeah. Yeah, because that's a specific customer. Yeah, she's got her own taste, her own aesthetic. She knows who comes in, and she knows if you come in there, she's going to help you get fit regardless of what the brand is and whatever size you think you are. Megan's going to tell you what size you are. <laughs> so you're going to walk out of there <laughs> knowing what size you are. That's a Melody Note vintage <coughs> in Palm Springs. Yeah. As Megan would say. She's fun. 
fucking yeah fucking a fucking yeah. a right yeah she tries to be mean but she's i know she's sweet she does not try to be mean she tries to be mean to me <laughs> but i know she's sweet she hates that <laughs> <laughs> oh all right anything you would like to add sir get out of your comfort zone try some different denim yeah research it right now actually there's people there are people asking me for low rise stretch. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. And <laughs> I'm just about to give in and go through my mm. stuff and pull it for them because they they're very insistent. I so, mean, is are they looking for like ninety eight two? Or are they looking for like the boot cut low rise stretch? Like how much stretch? The the two, ninety eight two. That was that was okay. universal for Levi's, but uh, LEI did way more. Yeah, like ninety ten. Yeah, that like a ninety eight two actually. I used one of those as for a slingshot one time. <sighs> I hate to say it, but I actually sometimes I have a f- had a few pairs, but then I same thing. I lost weight. I had one or two pairs of like black Levi's, not super modern, but it was a ninety eight two, and the stretch really helped with curves. You know, um. It's not something I actively seek out, but if I find a pair that fits and they have a little bit of stretch where it's not like obnoxious. Yeah, 98.2 is cool. Swap meet stretch is no good. No. That's like 25, 75. Like the kind where like after like at noon, like the ass is just like drooping (laughs) and you have to wash and dry them to get it back. Doopy drawers. Doopy drawers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling that. No. Ugh. Do you think there's any brands we missed? Oh, absolutely. Paul Jordan. Uh, What's the one? Uh, Shimon Defer. Jo- um, Giorgio of Beverly Hills used to make denim too. Marie Francois Jabaud. Oh, yeah. Martha Francois Jabaud. Or is it Marie? Oh. I think it's Marie. M A R I T H E. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Try oh, my French. I, I can mean, do the big brands. I know those. It's just the smaller brands. I don't know as well. Um, gosh. Carhartt. Carhartt, yeah. Carhartt denim. Carhartt denim is good. Yeah. Really, really good. I'm, right. I'm just visualizing my... Oh, Gap. Gap. I wow. love vintage you know what? Gap denim. You know, if I'm not a Kansas City score, mm-hmm. I still have a thousand pairs of off-brand stuff oh, we I'd need to go it. through. We still haven't yeah. done that. Oh. And the area's finally cleared up. Nice. Let's do that. Yeah. And then we can maybe post some pictures so people could see some of these. I yeah. guarantee these brands are in there. I mean, I have right now in my shorts, I don't. I have probably about five or six pairs of shorts total. Um, I think two are Gap. One is like a raw cut and one's a fit. No, they're both raw because I had to cut them. They were already shorts, but they weren't a good length for me, so I shortened them a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I love love old gap denim obviously if you find it there's like some weird brands that did denim too i'm trying to think we found nike denim once remember that? oh yeah that yeah, was nike. really good uh, yeah it was good heavy duty there's polo just regular yeah. polo made ralph lauren made some good ones banana republic yes old american I, I, eagle all, you know what i always wanted old abercrombie structure structure yeah there's the list goes on and on my friends so i don't know Get online, do some research, see what excites you. You know, it has to be about you. It can't, I mean, we're giving you suggestions, but at the end of the day, you have to love it and want yeah. to own it and yeah. be about I it. I think it's better to to sell the style and cut than it is the brand. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it for now. If y'all need anything, we're here. Just so you know, there's going to be a quiz <laughs> next no. episode about this episode. No so quiz. be ready. No quiz. The teacher has spoken. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Boundaries, in, people. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, be kind. Don't be basic. And don't be basic. Bye. Bye.